Good evening, LCM. Good evening. Tonight is January 4th, 2024. It's so good to be here with our family. Yeah. It really is. Our brothers and the ever-rising community of Jesus Christ. Yeah. We're going to jump straight to the title of our message. The title of tonight's message is Together We Will Rise. Somebody say, Together We Will Rise. So right away, we wanted to reflect on how we entered into 2024. Spencer, I think that's a good idea. Yeah, it's good. We had a wedding, y'all. Oh, yeah. We had a one association proposal. Yeah! Hey, hey, by the way, Valentin, if you're watching this, you are B-O-S-S. You're a boss, my friend. Inspired. <laughs> Without a doubt, we have one of the best New Year's bonfire services we've ever had, guys. In the history of LCM. You know, it got us talking amongst ourselves that if this is how we entered into 2024, yeah. should we expect anything less for the rest of 2024? No. Not much more. Should we, LCM? No. In fact, the following scripture helps us with the proper perspective that we're to have. Come on. Now let's settle on into Joshua 1, verse 2. In the old faithful. Mm. Now then. Whoa, whoa, you gotta let them get there, Linton. Y'all turn to your Bibles. Get to Joshua Linton. chapter one. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about rising. <laughs> now then, you and all these people, all these people, all, all of you, all you people. What does that even mean? <laughs> get ready to cross the Jordan River into the land I am about to give them to the Israelites. I will give you every place. Church, say every place. Every, every place. place. I will give you every place where you set your foot, as I promised Moses. Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country to the great sea on the west. So you guys are calling to mind right now what the Lord spoke on Sunday at our bonfire. What are we doing? We are settling into new lands. And the Lord is speaking to us the same way that he spoke to the Israelites. Get these people ready because I'm going to give you every place where you set your foot. Come on. Bush pastors. He's giving you every place that you set your foot. As we are rising in new areas of responsibility, he's given us every place that we are setting our feet. Amen. That is what Amen. the Lord is doing, us, doing for us tonight. And he's, he's settling us in it. LCM, now is the time to prepare ourselves in eager expectation. Can y'all can do that with me? Let's think about the eager expectation we can have for what God has said. He has said it, and it's going to happen. We are settling into new lands. He is settling us, settling us, and we are rising as a family to grasp it in faith. He has already said it. He's already declared it. And as a family, we are grasping it by faith. We are holding on to what God has said and not letting it go. Yeah. You are the family of God. Yeah. You are those who rise in the faith that God has given you. Come on. Just like he's spoken to Joshua, just like he's spoken to the nation of Israel, he has spoken to us promises that he will fulfill. Yeah. But if we're being honest, if we're being honest, being honest is, He's already spoken promises and fulfilled them. Yeah. 
That's right. We are standing in fulfilled promises, hearing more promises. It just, it, it keeps going. We are those who have risen to the task. You are those who have risen to the task of what God told you. When he spoke it, you were kind of like, mm, how are we going to do that? But on this side of those promises, we see that you have risen to it, and you will continue to rise. As a matter of fact, we're going to rise together. We're going to do this together, y'all. So, y'all remember the New Year service, right? It was just four days ago. You can't forget that. We got seriously impacted by New Year's. We certainly were. We were moved to our very soul. We were moved by what we heard on New Year's. We actually took some time to reflect to meditate on everything that we heard, and we wanted to share and interact with you guys regarding this. Okay. It's only been four, year, four, four days, but I know that in conversations we've been having within our team and conversations we've been having with you guys, we know you were reflecting as well. LCM, to fully appreciate the scope of what God has been doing in our community and the reason we can be confident as we come into a season of settling into new lands, we have to think back to what God spoke to us in 2021, heading into 2022 at the New Year's bonfire. See, the Lord spoke to us clearly, Chris, from Isaiah chapter 37. And at this point in the sermon, we would like to read to you and remember what God actually said to us. So we're going to turn to Isaiah chapter 37. As you're turning, it said, together we will rise. Say there when you're there. Old school. Isaiah 37, picking up in verse 30. This will be the sign for you, O Hezekiah. This year you will eat what grows by, grows by itself, and the second year what springs from that. But in the third year, sow and reap, plant vineyards and eat their fruit. Once more, a remnant of the house of Judah will take root below and bear fruit above. For out of Jerusalem will come a remnant, and out of Mount Zion a band of survivors. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. Church, we can say confidently, God has accomplished this in his zeal. He gave us additional clarity and direction from Exodus 40. Do you remember that? Do you remember what we learned about how we were to set, begin to set the table? That is what set into motion what we are currently living in right now. This began our corporate path to worldwide, worldwide ministry. The way in which we learn to set a table, the way in which we learn to engage with God's presence in our homes is exactly what we will do in all of the new lands that he is bringing us into. After 2022, I mean the following bonfire, he spoke about setting out. Do you remember that? You're going to set out. Since that time, we have focused on building up the body and we are enjoying that fruit to this very day. Are you remembering these things that you've witnessed? He spoke to us out of Isaiah 37 about how we would uh, enjoy the fruits that come from setting setting the table. Then he gave us additional clarity. We're going to set out with what you have. Since that time, we focused on home groups. We focused on team unity meetings, Mm. marriage enrichment, perfecting parenting, securing singles. All of these things have caused our body as a corporate entity as an entire family, to rise in the quality of ministry, to rise in our faith, to rise in our conviction, to rise in knowing what the will of God is and doing that together. We have grown and we have risen as a family. 
That is what God has done. And this has happened because of the standard that our leaders have set before us. We've watched Isaiah 37 become manifest right before our very eyes. Through faithful leadership of our pastors, commitment of the body to join in and throw our shoulders underneath the weight. Church, we've never had more shalom. Our church is exploding with it. We're being able to carry the weight of ministry. We're rising into the maturity that Christ said he would bring us into. Amen. No. Now that we are standing here in the third year where God has declared that we are settling into new lands and areas of responsibility. Amen. So this is a truly amazing and exciting time. We are going to sacrifice for one another, and together we're going to rise up to see this accomplished. Somebody say, together we will rise. Together we will rise. Remember earlier I said this was a reflection. I actually remember that New Year service very well going into 2022, Pastor Nick. I remember hearing that prophetic word come forth. And just like everybody else, there's prophetic excitement when you hear a prophetic word. But alongside you being excited for that prophetic word, JJ, have you ever thought to yourself, how is all of this going to come together? How? Like, how is this possible? I was excited for what the Lord said. We're going to set a table. We're going to set out, and we will settle into new lands. How, Lord? What are the details going to look like? I'm an engineer. I need to know. (laughs) Shout out to Hassan. But taking it one day at a time and not trying to figure out every single step, the Lord brought us through transformation. He transformed our hearts. He refined us throughout these, these years. And now when arriving at this past New Year service, which again was only four days ago, as I listened to our, our pastors, our OG pastors, and I listened to how they spoke about the kibbutz pastors and the kibbutz pastors spoke to us, I marveled when I heard about the testimonies. I marveled when I heard about the, the, the sermon titles that they, they reminded us of, and I went back in time as a timestamp of where I was standing, what I felt in that moment. When I heard them speaking in this way and exhorting us as a body, my faith started to rise. Come on. My fate was being built, LCM. Yeah. I was marveling at the character and the faithfulness of our God. He's the same God in Genesis chapter 1. It says, let there be light. And it says, there was light. Whatever he says, he is going to fulfill. Yeah, and I'm so excited for what God is doing in our body and to know that we are doing this together as a community. We you guys sat there under the pavilion at the Pow Pow Ranch, could you feel the shalom that we were sitting in? Yes. Oh, yeah. Could you feel the Thank unity you. that we had together? Yeah. Could you feel our faith rising? Well, that's what I was experiencing as well, LCM. Amen. Let's go back to verse 30. Verse 30. All right. There we go. This will be the sign for you, Hezekiah. This year you will eat what grows by itself, and the second year what springs from that. But in the third year, sow and reap, plant vineyards, and eat their fruit. So in verse 30, my reflection of this verse was as I was reading it, I was reading it through the Amplified, and where it says the second year, it can also be said as second growth. So this ordinarily refers to uncultivated produce that grew during the Sabbath year when sowing was forbidden, from seed that fell outside the boundaries of the field the preceding year. So saints, we have been given so much in this body. We have been stored up, 
like nothing we have ever seen or, or seen anyone else do. We have been filled to overflow, and the seed is actually spilling out to the other pastures that God has given us. This is going to go out past the boundaries. We will have everything we need because God has given us everything we need. Amen. This is the God we serve. God has given us plenty, and he is going to ensure that we magnify what he has already given us. Amen. We will rise together. Amen. So LCM, there's something else that we noticed about our reflections for the New Year's Eve. Something that is a commonality amongst ourselves, and it is that each and every single one of us are actual witnesses to what God said he would do. Yeah. Did y'all catch that? Then when we reflect on what God is doing in our midst, we are all witnesses to what God said he will do. So we're just going to put this right on the, on the screen. This is Isaiah chapter 44, picking up in verse 6 in the NIV. Listen to this. This is what the Lord says. Israel's king and redeemer. The Lord Almighty, I am the first and I am the last. Apart from me, there is no God. Who then is like me? Let him proclaim it. Let him declare and lay out before me what has happened since I established my ancient people and what is yet to come. Yes, let them foretell what will come. Do not tremble. Do not be afraid. Did I not proclaim this and foretell it long ago? Wow. You are my witnesses. Is there any God besides me? No, there is no rock. I know not one. Elson, we know first and foremost, he is speaking this to the nation of Israel. And as Gentiles grafted in, can you not see how the Lord has caused us to be a witness to the things that he has done? Yes. Think about it on this level. You've ever had somebody tell you a story and you weren't there? Yes. Right? Or tell you a, uh, an event that happened, but it's been passed down through many witnesses? Oh, yeah. I, I could think back to uh, the sermon Dreamer. I wasn't there, Pastor Eric. But when I listened to it, it moves my heart. When I hear the stories about how you took steps of faith to do what God said to put chairs in the garage, even though you didn't have 50 people in your church, they gave me goosebumps. When I sit down with Pastor Piron, he tells me about how God supernaturally uh, moved LCM from building to building and confirmation through prophetic words. I wasn't there, but I get goosebumps and my heart flutters. So think about this LCM. If that's the case and we weren't there for most of us, how much more? When we heard God say that he is going to do these things yeah. in our body, and we heard that prophetic word that we're going to set a table, we're going to set out and settle new lands, and now we are here on the side of history as witnesses. How amazing is that, Paul Rosales? This is, this is what we are sitting in, as, sitting in as a body, and the Lord has allowed us to participate in. I want you guys to catch that. When I say that we are witnesses, we're not just there standing folding our, our arms. No, you guys participated, actively participated in what God said and set in a table and setting out and now getting ready to set into new lands. But some of you might be thinking in this room, well, Abin Bola, I wasn't actually there. I wasn't actually there at the New Year service from 2021 going into 2022. Am I really a witness? Yes, you are still a witness, and this is why. From the moment, yeah, let's just call out Ubong. Ubong wasn't there. But from the moment that Ubong entered this body, the Lord has been faithful to make sure that he participated yeah. in, those, in, the, in what God said and set in a table. Ubong, have you been blessed by people setting the table for you? Oh, yeah. Have you blessed other people by opening up the guy's home and set a table? I think you've had the pastors over at some point. Yeah. 
You, the Lord has allowed you and many more like us who were, who were not there to participate in what God said, and you are still a witness. Say, I'm a witness. I'm a witness. See, Elsie, and we are rising together in this. 2024 is, is, is going to be, in fact, 2024 is already incredible, yeah. and it's going to increase in what God said will happen. Amen. See, Elsie, when we actually take time to, to reflect and to remember all that God said will happen, we have personally experienced it, personally participated in it, personally sacrificed to see God's will be manifested on earth. Elsie, it should cause an immense amount of gratitude that wells up in our hearts that God, these things, Pastor Judah, originated in the mind of God. It originated in the mind of God. Think about Moses being with God on a mountain and God revealing to him the, the dimensions and the furnishings of the tabernacle and said, build this upon the earth. The things that God spoke to us in 2022 originated in his mind. And every single one of you have participated in what God said. LCM, this is, this is something to celebrate. This is something to be excited about. And LCM, we want to tell you that right now, presently, Presently, Adam Cora, we are living in the fruitfulness of the third year. Come on. Go with this to Leviticus 26. It's good to be living in fulfilled prophecy. As prophecy is being given and being fulfilled. It's ongoing. We want to make sure that we, that we, we, we communicate and connect with what we were reflecting on from Isaiah 37. God spoke something that seemed outlandish. That seemed out of reach. He spoke something amazing that we would do. And in this time presently, we are walking in it. The shalom that you experience when you come into a, not just the LCM service, but an LCM family. The word that goes around and the counseling that goes around at a doulum is a result of setting the table. Yeah. It's the result of setting out with what you have. Yeah. What you feel and what you experience when you go to a home meeting. And you see a side, the Lion of God, yeah, and Nolan Hewitt lay out the word and inspiring your soul. It's a result of what God spoke, and we have all had an opportunity to yeah. participate in. You are a fruitful vine, LCM. Yeah. And, and we want to make sure that we, we properly celebrate and recognize what God has done so that we gain the certainty that comes when you hear God speak something, you put your shoulder under the word, and then you watch it be accomplished. Yeah. We are in Leviticus 20, 26, 8 through 10, and our pastors share this with us on Sunday. Five of you will chase a hundred. See, I, I wasn't here when it was just one or two that were scratching a work from nothing. I wasn't here. I didn't come into that. I came into a community of believers who were serious, who were on fire, and it's only increased. So if two, if three, if six have, have brought about what we are experiencing... How much more will five? How much more will the men in this body who are leading their homes chase a thousand? That's what we're getting at. That's what we're getting at, church. God has brought us into immense fruitfulness, and it's not just a few anymore. It is our entire body that is reflecting this. Verse 9, I will look on you with favor and make you fruitful and increase your numbers, and I will keep my covenant with you. You will still be eating last year's harvest when you will have to move it out, to make room for the new. We are still feasting on the harvest of the last two years. And we are having to make room for more harvest. Come on. We, we were obedient to the vision from Isaiah 37. Every 
single family in his church heard what God said and worked immediately to put it into practice, yeah. immediately to open your homes, yeah. immediately to, to give of God's presence to those who were coming into your home. Yeah. Come on. And we're still reaping a harvest from that. Yeah. We are still reaping a harvest from setting out. That's right. Visiting our brothers in the one association. We even got one association weddings going around. Come on. And we're widening the roads between the churches because these churches will support One Association Europe. And now we are about to settle in new lands and in new areas of responsibility. This is exciting, and it's exciting because we're getting to do it together. Those five are chasing a thousand. We are watching the fruitfulness of God currently in our midst, and we're projected and looking out at what God has said, and we can stand with confidence on what he has said because of what we can look back and see. You feel me? Guys, this fruitfulness, there is a pattern to what God does. This pattern was shown to us and since 2022. It's the exact same pattern he brought Joseph's brothers through in the book of Genesis, chapters 43 through 47. So in Genesis 43, a table was set for Joseph's brothers. In Genesis 44 through 45, Joseph's brothers, they experienced the setting out. And through it all, the Lord refined them. He developed them. He matured them. Their relationship with each other grew more unified. That's right. And it took time for this to happen. And when it was time for them to settle into a new land, they weren't the same men as they were when they started. They were changed. In fact, Genesis 47.3 says, they unashamedly professed that they were shepherds like their fathers. They had a firm grasp on their identity, on their identity. So LCM, this is what he has done in us. This is what he has done in each of us and our families here. This is what he's done in Paul Rosales. This is what he's done in Carlos. This is what he has done in Mario and Daniel Cho. This is what the Lord has done. Similarly to Colossians 1.12, where he says, you have been qualified. And the time in between has been us maturing into what God already said we were. Saints, the time, it's here. Yeah. And we're excited about the future. Yeah, just real quick, that Colossians 112, we've, we've hit on this as a, as a body. You have been qualified. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He didn't make you prove himself. The Father did not make you prove himself to him to qualify you. He picked you. He qualified you. Carlos, you're qualified, my friend. Yeah. 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 We can all see it all over you. You are, you are a fireball of a man of God, and you are going to change nations with your team. Oh, yeah. Nick Rosales, the man that you are right now was not the man you were two years ago. Come on, man. You're, you're more on fire. You're, you're in shalom with your wife and your team. You're, you're making big decisions that show that you're a man who firmly grasps the word, like 2 Timothy 2 says. Elson, we can go around the room and say this about each and every single one of us. Chris, you're qualified, my friend. You're qualified, man. I don't, I don't, I don't care whatever flies that are, are swirling around your head from time to time. I want to tell you that God selected you and picked you and placed you here at LCM. Yeah. You are qualified, brother. Yeah. You're not the same man from two years ago. 
So if you were not the same man from two years ago because you've gotten stronger, you have a firm grasp on your identity, then what do you think is going to happen this year? Yeah. You're just going to grow more. And LCM is not just Chris. The entire body, we're going to do this together. Amen. We as a community, we as a family are going to rise together. Amen. Come on. Amen. Daniel Cho, let's hear from the sound booth. I'm qualified. Daniel Cho is a strapping lad with an amazing calling. He has five traits for a wife, and let me tell you, they are good. So speaking of a harvest that's coming, know when a harvest is coming, let us address a point of concern for all of us in this body. We're in a family meeting, right? So we're going to speak like family. To borrow the, the words of Pastor Peyton, we're going to deal with this right now. We all know that our pastors will be heading to Romania this year, soon, very soon. And it stirred up some emotions, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Yes. I'm going to be honest. As I was watching the, uh, yes. watching the OG pastors, or the, the old fossils, whatever they call themselves. <laughs> as I was watching them speak to, to our brothers in the kibbutz, our pastors, I was okay. I was okay. As I was watching... The kibbutz pastors, why, look at them, speak to them. I wasn't okay. <laughs> I, I had to turn away. I ugly cried. Because we're in a family. Yeah. And everything that they are saying about these guys, we've experienced. Yeah. The Lintons have experienced and benefited from yeah. Yeah. in our lives. We, we think about what they have meant to us and how, how that has impacted us and transformed our family. And it's amazing. Yeah. We don't have time to talk to you about all the nights. That, that, we've, that we've benefited from them, that we've experienced, all the things we've experienced. Yeah. You don't either. We know that the same is, uh, is for you. Especially when we heard that we will magnify what they've done. Amen. And we will magnify it. Yeah. But like I said, we're dealing with something in the room right now. Come on. So have you heard this question and said, how is this possible? Yes. How? That's your call to mind in your remember series. <laughs> Church, we're going to miss them. Yeah. And we love them. The impact they've had on us has been outstanding. But we want to comfort you with something that comforted us. In John 13, Jesus knew that the time for his departure was drawing near. And Pastor Eric was absolutely right. These guys are one of the most amazing examples of Christ that I have seen, that I've experienced. Jesus washed the, the feet of his disciples, and he washed them in their identity. That's exactly what our pastors have done for us and continue to do on New Year's night. He then went on to remind them of what they would do. And that's what we're turning our our focus to. This is who you are, church. You are a fruitful vine. You have risen to the call. And we are continuing to rise together. And because of that, we're going to do greater things. Turn with us to John 14, verse 12. Yeah, you're going to want to see this in your Bible. John chapter 14, verse 12. We are going to read this in the ESV. Look at what it says. Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do. And greater works than these will he do, because I am going to the Father. LCM, we want to let you know that Jesus also had to settle his own disciples. When he told them that he was going to ascend to the Father. We want to tell you tonight as our family that we believe just like the disciples believed in Yeshua. 
And how we know that we're going to magnify what the pastors have done before us is because God said so. Simply put, he said it. It's not based on uh, ability. It's not based on skill. It's not based on any of those things. It's because God said it. And Jesus is looking at his disciples and saying, hey, I'm getting ready to leave. And I want to tell you that anyone who believes in me, Caleb, is going to do exactly what I've been doing and greater works than these. You guys notice when Jesus says you in John 14, he's speaking to all of his disciples. He's speaking to them as a collective unit that, hey, guys, together you, together as one unit, you are going to do greater works. Elsim, just like the disciples, greater things means that we get to magnify what has been done before us and to increase in every way. That's always been the pattern. Look at Abraham's life. Had one son, Isaac. Look at Isaac. He had two sons, Jacob and Esau. And look at Jacob. You have the 12 tribes that that are produced from him. We've always been called to magnify. And so when we hear that our pastors are leaving, of course we're going to miss them. This is what Jesus had to do for his disciples as well. And each and every single one of us are called to magnify. So with that being said, LCM, we are pumped up to fully participate in new areas of work. Hallelujah. (laughs) Come on. All right, not everybody was excited. Some of you guys are more excited about getting a new job. (laughs) Yeah. Guys, 2024, with everything that God has done in the last two years, that you are not the same people that you were before. Praise the Lord, myself included, right? Maturity, discernment has grown, discipline, shalom in the home. 2024, this year that we're presently standing in LCM, we get to participate in new things that God has for us. We want to tell you, LCM, it is time to get excited. It is time to to rise up together. It is time, LCM, it is time to man our stations so that we can participate in what God said. It is really a beautiful thing. I was reading Genesis chapter 6 with my wife this morning, and God spoke to Noah and said, build an ark. God can do whatever he wants. He made the entire world in Genesis chapter 1. He could have made an ark for Noah's family. But he tells Noah, build an ark. And the reason why is because he wanted to participate and engage and work along with the man to produce something beautiful. The Lord can do whatever he wants, LCM, but he's speaking to us. He wants us to participate in his work. He wants us to bring his kingdom to earth. And we're participating in that, LCM. Look, brothers and sisters, we want to tell you, we are rising up together. And the call is to magnify. Juan. You are going to magnify with your brothers, my friend. Yeah. We also have another Juan in the room. If you guys haven't met him, I think this is your, uh, your first service, my friend. I want to tell you that it's not by accident that God brought you here. You are also called to be a part of what God is doing here, and you will magnify with the rest of us together. LCM, we will continue to man our stations, sacrifice, lay down our lives for our brothers, and we are going to rise up. This is the attitude that we need to have because it is the attitude that God has. So with that being said, LCM, we've been in the book of Joshua. And we want to revisit Joshua chapter 1 again for just a quick second. We want to show you how God himself settled his people as they were getting ready to settle into new lands with the same call, catch this, to magnify. Verse 3 says, I will give you every place where you've set your foot, as I promised Moses. 
Your territory will extend from the desert to Lebanon and from the great river, the Euphrates, all the Hittite country, to the great sea on the west. No one will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will never leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and courageous because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to their forefathers to give them. Saints, I want to tell you, sometimes we, we just need to say things plainly and, and just say it many, many times. We will magnify what we've been given. Yes. We will magnify what we've been given. We will. Look, in order for these men to be settled in new lands from this scripture, they first had to be settled in their own souls. Did y'all catch the phrase, as I was with Moses, so I will be with you? Joshua would draw from his experience on how God settled Moses and the nation time and time again. Whether it was from the Red Sea crossing, water from the rock, or going to war with their enemies, the Lord showed that he was with them. He was the same God then, and saints, he's the same God now. This brought confidence to the Israelites to let them know that God would do this again. And saints, he's going to do this again. Saints, if he would be with Joshua, just as he was with Moses, that he will certainly do this for a Gentile remnant stretching out into the new land. Hallelujah. Saints, this is bringing us great confidence. We don't have to be able to see it. We need to be able to trust our God that if he did it in the past, he'll do it again. And he will empower us all to rise up. Say, I'm going to rise up. I'm I'm going to rise rise up. up. This body has risen to amazing heights. And there's more. There's more. Deuteronomy 7. Pick it up in verse 17. You may say to yourselves, these nations are stronger than we are. How can we drive them up, drive them out? So you do remember your remembers. But do not be afraid of them. Remember well what the Lord your God did to Pharaoh and all Egypt. So what, what is happening here and what we, we must deal with right here is with fear. You see what has been done for you and now you get to do it for somebody else. And what comes to mind? Oh my God. Oh my God. But what God did for the nation of Israel is the same thing that he does for us. For the rest of their history, I mean, Psalm 114, Pastor, the great Hillel that Jesus' disciples might have been singing on their ascent to the Mount of Olives in Matthew 26. All of this was referring back to what God did right here. He's telling them, remember what I did as you go into these nations. Remember what Deuteronomy is. Deuteronomy is a snippet, is a sermon as they're getting ready to cross the Jordan to go to war. And he's telling them, remember what I did to the nation of Egypt. And I will do the same thing to every nation that you, that you come to face, right? Yeah. It was to settle them in the first time that God moved in their lives. Yeah. And we have to grab a hold of that. Yeah. We all were dead men yeah. before Christ. I mean, thrice dead. Dead, dead. 
amazingly Incredible. depraved. And God reached in and saw us go from death to life. Yeah. Bim is my witness. Yeah. <laughs> from death to life. The, the first day I got to this church, after worship, Spencer grabbed me and was like, hey, man, if you didn't go to the altar, I was going to drag you to the altar. Because I can see God moving in you and working in you. That is what he has done. Yeah. And if he did it then when I was dead, how much more as we've been equipped? How much more as we're walking in more shalom, in more unity, in more grasp of the plan of God than we ever have before? How much more? So you may say to yourselves, how are we, how are we gonna settle in new lands? How are we gonna settle into new areas of responsibility? What has God already done? I was talking to Pastor Wade earlier. I get in trouble when I look at the very next thing that I, that I have to do, and I'm like, mm, I don't know how that's gonna be accomplished. A short snippet, where I am now and where I need to go. What settles me is when I zoom out and I look back at what God has already done. Come on. Like, oh, that's it. it's not really that different. God is going to settle us, and we're going to rise together. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they didn't do this by themselves. As a nation, God spoke to them and said, remember well what you saw on the day I brought you home from Egypt. Remind yourself amongst one another, what, amongst one another because you are going to rise to represent me as a godly nation, as a priestly nation. That is what God is doing. Yeah. Are you, do, you all, do you guys love Asad Robinson? My eyes are fixed on Asad. Yeah. That man is a standard bearer. That man is full of light and full of authority. And I'm excited because I'm going to watch Asad Robinson rise. I'm going to watch him sacrifice for the body, and, and I'm going to be benefited by him. As a matter of fact, I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that happens. And you're going to do it for me, and you're going to do it for the next person. We are going to rise together, and the basis of the confidence that we have is what God has already done. So let this settle you. Before they settle into new lands, God had to first settle them. And that's what our pastors have done for us. That's what the Lord is doing for us. And this is to give us the kind of confidence that says, let's run headlong into it. Let's run headlong into the fullness of the calling that God has given us. Let me run headlong and servant in my mezuzah to see my brother rise so that we can rise as a corporate body. Church, we are a nation of priests and we are rising together. Joshua 1, picking up in verse 7. Before we go to Joshua 1. Right on the screen, we have verse 18 of Deuteronomy 7. <clears throat> it says, remember well what the Lord your God did to Pharaoh and all of Egypt. Let's put verse 19 on the screen. Look at it. You saw with your own eyes the great trials, the signs, wonders, the mighty hand and outstretched arm with which the Lord your God brought you out. The Lord your God would do the same to all the people you now fear. The reason we're reading verse 19 is because we want you to see that for yourself. It's not just remembering what God had done. It's to remember that you were a witness to what God had done. And he is going to do it again and again and again and again. Because he's invested in this body, LCM. He's invested in the, every single life in this body. And he's causing all of us to rise together. Now we can listen to the encouragement that comes from Joshua chapter 1. Amen. Verse 7. We're going to read 7 and 8. Be strong and very courageous. Yeah. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, that you may be successful wherever you go. Do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth. 
Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. Saints, we will be prosperous and successful. Yeah. The way that we calm our souls is to remember what God has done in the past. He will do it again. He didn't cause us to get this far for us to not succeed. We're not going to fail. We're going to win. And we're going to win in every way. You know, this reminds me of the pattern that's been set for us here. Kind of like in Luke 640, where a student is not above his teacher. But when he becomes like him, he's going to be matured like him. Saints, we are going to become like our leaders, and we are becoming like our leaders. The Lord is showing us that he will make us successful wherever we put our feet. We will take the land, and we will be prosperous. And we will do this by continuing our devotion and discipleship, by growing in our loyalty to the process of it. And again, he will allow us to rise together. He will make us prosper together, saints. As we get ready to land this plane, you guys listen up to 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 57. But thanks be to God. Somebody say, thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. He gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my dear brothers, stand firm. Let nothing move you. Always give yourself fully to the work of the Lord because you know your labor in the Lord is not in vain. We've been eating of a harvest that the Lord told us will happen. It's manifested before our very eyes. We have participated in it. And now we're making more room for the harvest that is coming in as a result of setting out into new lands. I also want to tell you that the testimony of what God has done is the certainty that we need. As we give ourselves fully, more fully to the work of the Lord, because we are now more certain of the very outcome that he said. I also want to tell you, Look at the fruit that has been born from a full commitment to discipleship and to magnify what you've received in discipleship. I also want to tell you that this certainty is within our grasp. And we together are going to rise together. So that being said, you stand to your feet, my brothers and sisters. In your own time, check out Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 7 tells us to consider our leaders, to remember our leaders who spoke the word of God to us, to consider the outcome of their way of life and to imitate their faith. The final passage that we have tonight is from 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 19. And we have the word of the prophets made more certain and you would do well to pay attention to it. As to light shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. LCM, I'm looking out to a group of men and women, my family. You guys, you guys know when I got here. Pastor Eric, I didn't even know I needed to be baptized. <laughs> That's how I showed up to the church. Praise the Lord that I'm no longer there. It was a great conversation that changed my life. You guys are my family. And I'm looking out to men and women who have been made more certain of what God said that he would do. And I want to encourage us as we get ready to go into worship. Because we're family, we're going to come down to the altar. 
So you're already standing, so start making your way down to the altar. Because this is a family meeting. As you guys are making your way down to the altar, I'm locking eyes with a few of you guys. And I can speak on behalf of Spencer. I can speak on behalf of Brother Linton. We are immensely grateful for this body. We are thankful that you men and women are serious about the call of Jesus Christ. You've taken it seriously. You are the men and women that Jesus speaks about in Luke chapter 6 that comes to him and hears his words, puts it into practice, and you dig down deep and build your house upon the rock. So regardless of the storm, regardless of what happens, you show yourself to be faithful to his work. I want to tell you tonight, we are rising, LCM. And we are doing it together. So raise your hands with me as we pray. As we worship with eager expectation of what God has already said will happen, that we're living in now, and to know that he is going to do it in greater fashion. Father, we thank you for your hand that is upon this body. Father, we thank you that the revelation you've given us, Lord God, originated in your mind. You've caused us to participate in this revelation with you. Father, you have manifested your presence in our midst. You have manifested your sovereign hand upon us. Father, we are not the same men and women that we were two years ago. And Father, we can forecast that if you've done it then and you're doing it now, Father, you would do it in the future. So Father, we thank you that you're causing us as a community, as a family, Lord God, to rise, Lord God, to rise and to bring you glory. May our lives be like a, a, a sweet smelling fragrance before you because Lord, you are worthy of it all. And we say together, mighty God, we are rising and we will rise in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah.